0: I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome Welcome to to Burf Burf. Barf. Welcome to this week's episode of 30 Minutes of Money Pit laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Where the bathtub falls through the floor. (laughs) So, believe it or not, we often have, like, just a few minutes together to talk about what the episode's going to be like before we get on. Haven't done that today. Are you ready for a wild ride? I'm going to scratch my eyeballs out of my head. I'm just mildly overwhelmed. Same.
1: You know what's funny is if we had done this yesterday, I think it would have been like full chicken screaming because we were both (laughs) in a good mood. Our minds were relatively clear. We were extremely caffeinated, and we didn't feel beat down by the world yesterday. (sighs) And somehow just in the last 24 hours, it took blood from us.
0: It's funny. I don't know if I would say I feel beat down by the world. I just feel like I have conquered like an Everest worth of things and yeah. then i got to the top of everest and i was like oh nope it's a double everest <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie whoopsie silly silly.
1: whoopsie doing yeah
0: that's how i that's how i
1: finished my work day
0: yeah uh i feel like um around this time last year we did a similar episode my thoughts for today are kind of an homage to Female them because of our recent activities, um, but I figure overall, you know, we're just we're gonna be uh, updating. And in particular, I want to express how much Adventure Race Nationals is on my mind. That's what I kind of have in mind. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: I'm pretty frightened that n- not not <laughs> Fright- of, I'm frightened not of the race itself. I I'm starting to get a little bit hanky janky about the race being canceled due to wildfires, which seems mm-hmm. like it's. Maybe in the cards, so we are kind of potentially planning some backup activities that would be as righteous and as intense as uh, Adventure Race Nationals. I am very excited. I have been slowly peeling my skin off. I feel like I've gotten like 75% of my skin off.
0: (laughs) I wish. I I feel like I've only gotten like 6% of my skin off. That's okay, sweet baby. You have time. I nearly have all of my skin. That's
1: okay. You have time. You say that, but you put in some... I just, I feel like if I'm not
0: doing it alone and I'm in pain and it sucks that it doesn't count, like, I just, I need sessions out in the wilderness all alone that make me question my existence before I feel ready. Yeah, you do love to grind, but it's not, Mm.
1: it's not always necessary.
0: Yeah. Uh, we should have done this earlier, although we're just a few minutes early, uh, a few minutes late anyways, but our new Patreons. Oh yes, please tell me about your first one. Absolutely. The first one is technically the emergency response team, but we know it's you, Selena. We see you. We love you, too. We love you.
1: Thank you for being here with us. Selena uh,
0: raced with the team at uh, Unbridled Women, and Selena has been in multiple races, uh, especially with me, I think, in particular. Uh, One of my favorite memories is doing the Virginia Adventure Race last summer with Arbor and Andy, and while we were grinding up a hill, in particular, on mountain bikes, and Arbor was just pumping 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 (laughs) and selena was coming down the hill with her team and she just they just all started screaming wildly for arbor and it just it really made my day so selena you had a special place in my heart anyways and now you just do in particular
1: wow that's awesome uh also a longtime supporter of the cast
0: (laughs) uh, 14er girl
1: my friend Kristen is just the coolest and she's really been chomping at the bit for years to have an opportunity to support us and unfortunately that support came (laughs) stop hitting stuff (laughs) it came in a time when COVID hit so uh, there were only virtual races and then we kind of backed out of like the ultra running world for a little while and then adventure races are really hard to crew. so uh she has offered her assistance and food so many times and we have just not had the opportunity so we thank you so much for your continued birth barf love and support yeah. she's also come to see us in person when we've given a, a public talk so yeah big time burf barfer for many years yeah so thank you thank you we'd also like to make a little commercial announcement here for an upcoming race The Pike Lake Ultra Marathon, taking place this Saturday, October 22nd. Not this Saturday. October,
0: did I say? You said this Saturday, October 22nd. I told you today. On on a Saturday uh, in October, the 22nd day of October. When your
1: brain and your mouth are not aligned, that's what's happening to me today. There are uh, 10K and 50K options. The Pike 50 is uh, 50K with eight thousand
0: feet of vertical gain so if you thought i would like to go for a steep hike yeah. on a saturday in october yeah. we got you
1: or you could do the 10k with 1600 feet of vert which is basically what you get if you actually just walk up and down the dam for six miles That's so good. it's upsettingly uh good yeah um our, our, our friend uh, of many years, Samuel Hartman, is the race director and the uh, owner-operator of the Ten R Race Series. He puts on some really beastly and awesome events. The swag is good, the food is vegan, and the vibes are chill. It's my favorite. Blake Lake Ultra
0: Marathon. Come on down. <laughs> it's not this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Okay. Okay, let's get to the, uh, the fake meat. The Ribble Rabble. Um, so I think maybe top of mind for both of us besides worrying about nationals for me is our most recent weekend at She Ventures in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We returned to She Ventures this year <sighs> as not just campers, but camp leaders, which I felt incredibly privileged and honored to do because Same. last year was our first year at She Ventures. Uh, she Ventures is a uh women's outdoor camping retreat and it is about uh getting more women in the outdoors, trying things that they've never tried before, mm-hmm. enjoying the community together, uh experiencing tent camping, all kinds of first happening and just a lot of like community and connection happening there. Um, I was really stoked last year with our experience and loved our camp our team leader Dina so to be asked to fill a role knowing that all of the team leaders there are pretty high level pretty high level powerful wonderful expressive yeah. beautiful creatures and also all very different so it's like so different. every team leader hits different but still hits <laughs> just as hard <laughs> That's factual. Some of them, in actuality, because they play on a Carolina tackle football team.
1: The, <laughs> I wish I could properly encapsulate the absolute powerhouse that is She Ventures—not just campers, but leaders.
0: So, for example, 120 women, 12 medical doctors. Just to be clear, that's just the medical doctors, not, not to count the, PhDs. the yes, not to count the PhDs. This is just a random sampling of one of the cross sections that makes the She Ventures population spectacular. It's insane. And it's funny, I find it going in the category similar to the Granville Run Club, which is like, I love it mm. so much. Mm-hmm. Dare we share this yeah, with you? Yeah, no,
1: I agree. it's like, wow this is my juicy little nugget also this is just something that sells out pretty much immediately and it also has in its uh fifth year this year a lot of repeat campers and repeat yeah. leaders yeah so it yeah. has a more than cult following
0: yeah so if this strikes your fancy to go to she ventures you need to stock it on ultra Sign up, set an alert follow it on facebook be very cognizant of when the sign-up date is. It is around the same time each year, the end of July, Chattanooga, Tennessee. There's also Shishi Ventures, which is in October. That's another thing that uh, sells out pretty quick. Shishi Ventures is designed for a uh, big and a little. So I did that with Arbor last year, and we'll be there as a team leader this year.
1: Final plug regarding Shishi Ventures. Also, Outshine Adventures is a <coughs> stand-up
0: paddleboard
1: and adventure company. Um, owned by our new friend Sunshine and their wife and they host multiple different kinds of outdoor adventures and they have a women's retreat in this September which is not totally booked and is very reasonably priced for what comes with the package. It's uh, can't, You can camp or you can glamp, there are, uh, meals are included, I believe there's mountain biking, stand-up paddle boarding, and some other activities but it looks absolutely rad and if I had all the money and time in the world
0: I would be there. And also our, our friend Shanna is there as a mountain bike instructor through Endless... Endless Bike Girl. So uh, Shanna also does private uh, mountain bike instruction uh, out of Brevard, North Carolina, but anywhere else. So if you need an excuse to go to North Carolina, brush up on your mountain bike skills. Highly
1: encouraged. Oh my gosh. Shanna is just so awesome. I, f- I find that in the past, uh, long ago, I used to help teach women mountain biking just beginner beginner and the thing that i've learned from watching shanna is that she says so much less and i feel like of the men god bless them, that i learned from they said so much and let's say there's like 20 skills that i'm trying to figure out how to all do at once you know look where you want to take the bike bend your elbows bend your knees you know ready position eyes on this you know pedals at the three and nine o'clock all this garbage that I'm like trying to process at once. And Shanna is just like, here's how to get on. Sound good? Like she just knows when to give you a little bit of information so that you're never overwhelmed. I find her to be very concise and empowering.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's pretty remarkable to see over the course of the weekends how many women are mountain biking for the first time. And the trails at She Ventures are just the right mix of uh, able and challenging. so there's tiny little sand sand section. there's definitely uphills and downhills and it's remarkable over the course of a uh, hour and a half session to see how much uh, individuals' skills improve from just the beginning to the end. So yeah yeah
1: yeah I'm gonna just say because we're we're just gonna jump around in this and I'm, I'm not gonna say who these stories are about but I would just like to tout some of the amazing accomplishments and breakthroughs of some of our campers. And we were on a mountain bike ride. And, you know, there are some folks who have just not even been on a bike, which is just like to go from nothing to this with like rocks and roots and ruts on like a bike that you've never seen before. It was just intense. And the first section are two back-to-back climbs. And we got through that second climb and we just had a camper who was like, very overwhelmed by it and who wouldn't be like I just feel like I understand the feeling of like I can't breathe and when I can't breathe I can't operate this bicycle she got off and just like had to take a minute and like I just saw her in this place that I feel like I've been a million times like I I have a certain way of seeing myself and I know that I'm not necessarily that person anymore but growing up I was always the girl who cried, I was always the girl who fell down, and I was always the girl who was unwilling to try or unwilling to try a second time. I just, there's that little piece of me that's still sometimes in there that Annie will be like, shut up, let's go, and I will do that. I, I have developed that as a skill, but that's not always who I've been. And I, I just know that, like, that feeling where you feel like the water is coming up to your eyeballs and you're just going to drown. And I saw this camper and I, and I saw that moment. And instead of just, like, drowning in that moment, she took, like, two and a half minutes to breathe and just got back on. Uh, And then on the way back, we're, like, blasting down this huge gravel road. And there are multiple turns that are, like, super sharp. And she just ripped it. She just freaking ripped it. And to see somebody pull up from a moment which was just on the edge of fuck this, I can't do it. And then to just be like, I- I'm just going to see what happens. It, it really moved me. And that's one of my highlights for the weekend.
0: And, you know, it makes me think, like, uh, it reminds me of kind of the phenomenon of when people know that you and I have done ultras and then they're like, I'm just training for my 5K, so that's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. The, those experiences, like, pulling up after you feel like trash and you cannot go on, during an adventure race is the same level of intensity of getting on a mountain bike for the first time Mm -hmm. or for the first time in a long time and pulling through those moments of, fuck, what have I done? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or can can I do this? So I just, I just, I love seeing that experience happening at this level too because it's it's the same like doing 100 miles for the first time is just as fucking scary as for somebody doing a 5k the first time Absolutely. like that intensity is still always there the questions you ask yourself are still always there that the overwhelming questions. sense of like can can I do this it's just
1: always there it is i'm am i strong enough and then answering yes is the same win at any level from the first time you try it to you know, like Anna, Alex Honnold doing, like, the final pitch of a free solo. It's like there are moments when you ask yourself, am I strong enough? And and then you blast through and, and tell yourself the answer is yes. And that win can happen just across the spectrum. And that was just really, like, the theme for me for the whole weekend was wins at every level.
0: I, <laughs> I really want to, like, <laughs> that makes me think of, like, a pinterest quote that's like, and the storm said... Beware the storm, and the woman said, I am the storm. <laughs> I hate it, I hate that so much. I know, I know, I do I hate too. It. I do I hate too. It so much. That's
1: like the equivalent of a mommy wine time t shirt for me. Like, I really hate it yes oh i can see it in a nasty cursive on the back of a minivan
0: oh yeah Mm.
1: and i support you if you have it yes
0: yeah but uh yeah so many great firsts that she ventures and it's it's one of the reasons that i'll keep coming back along with it just being like such a wildly different group of of people like just anything any kind of person you can think of is there from like Somebody who's totally doing the van life thing. Somebody who is a medical doctor and a tackle football player. Uh, someone who's Annie. Someone who's yeah. Lauren. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, like, really, people from 19 years old to 75 years old. Uh, literally. Literally. Uh, people from every, like, faith walk or non-faith walk. People, uh, I mean, people of color, white people, Jewish people. Just, like, the biggest soup of, like... Gay people, straight people, bisexual people, asexual people.
0: Uh, I, I was just so stoked. I know. I will say,
1: I have to say, and I'm allowed to because it's my podcast, mm-hmm. too. You guys know I don't like things that have, like, she in the title. And I wish it was called, like, They Ventures. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It can't. I know.
0: And I don't, you know. I'll, it's about I'll, women. I know. But I will put this out. I will put this out there because it's not just women. It's non-binary individuals, trans women, anyone yeah. who. But I don't know how nicely to say it. To say like a not men event. I agree,
1: but I, I'm not. A, I'm not grumping. I'm the opposite of grumping. I loved this, and I will go back. I love it more every year. I. I just don't like the lady stuff. I
0: know. We've talked about this before. I know. The old, hey, if you would like to hear more about this, go to our Buff Buddy episode. All right, all right, we all talk right. extensively fine. about Fine, fine, I fine. I know. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. I understand. Mm. Um, Yeah. I I think also
1: something that we're failing to say is that, like, as usual, as powerful women in our industries, we're very tired. <laughs> <laughs> And we were like a little bit like, oh boy, yeah.
0: four days with an eight hour drive. like Also, just uh, coupled with everything. So like I took a promotion at work that includes a lot more responsibility. I've gone to Texas and Vermont just before going to Chattanooga for this event. Your girl was tired. Yeah. My batteries are a little worn down.
1: Yeah. And I'm headed to Maine and uh, Michigan. And Mm -hmm. I forget where else, California. And I was just like, I don't think I have the juice for this. And I think we were there maybe 15 minutes before we were like, oh, "Oh, never mind. My people. Mm -hmm. I mean, just sitting down to dinner with the leaders and feeling the vibe of just like, Dancing, screaming, hugging, taking silly pictures. I was just Power. like, oh, man, I really do love this.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I know. It gets your hooks in. It does. It gets the hooks in. It does. Um, so we had,
1: I would like to say, a big shout out to um, Amanda Boli for the weather of requirement because that's what we got. It was oh supposed to rain every single day that we were there. And it only rained during times we were in the barn, in the tent. Or it maybe just drizzle misted while we were outside. Only one one activity out of 16 mm-hmm. was canceled due to potential storm. I am the storm. I am the storm. <laughs> uh, so everybody else got to do fun stuff. And I think there was a good alternate for the one thing that got canceled. Uh, we, we really just did not have bad weather. And Annie rigged this beautiful tarp over our giant oh, tent. Yeah. I Like, really rigged it tight as Tweet. So tweet. Also, I would just like to say, I'm pretty stoked that when our campers arrived on Friday between 3 and 5 p.m., I'd just like to say that the white team, also known as the tie-dye team, we put up our fucking tents faster than
0: anybody else. So fast. I know
1: it's not a competition, but we just did it. But it it is,
0: and we did We did it
1: so violently, and like, oh man, we like... Put tarps over stuff. We figured out the weirdest, most complicated marmot tent that I've ever seen. Like, we just said the word vestibule 55
0: times. It was the most use of the word vestibule I've ever heard. <laughs> and I feel like if any event is going to support a tent putting up competition, it's going to be Jenny Baker who supports <sighs> this kind of activity. Ooh, so, I kind of love that idea. Yeah. I think that might need to be an extra thing. Yeah. I'd. I would like to call out that I would love to do a shout out to every person at She Ventures that impacted our experience and there's too many of you all because it's every single one of you. That's very true. I wish I would like to name every person on our team and go through each person and each camp leader and their impact and I I would I would puke if I miss anybody. We did have the best team ever and we were we stoked did. with this being our First year being camp leaders that we got some return people from last year. Mm, we got our
1: favorite mother-daughter combo, Lori and Caitlin, who are just... I just said I wasn't son- going to call out every uh, single I'm sorry. person. Oh, so you're saying don't say names? Because I, I can't mention all my Hoka
0: babes, really? <laughs> That's really what you're telling me? No, there are no rules. This is our podcast. We can do whatever it's we my want. my podcast, too. I know. Fine. Well, I said
1: our. I don't know. I just... I love my Hoka girls. I know. I love I know. my Hoka girls. I know. I do, too. We got real silly with our Hoka girls and some other folks on Saturday night when some campers had to do a little minor medical evac around 11.30 p.m. after we had been drinking a
0: little bit of wine. (laughs) Yeah, don't let the outdoor camping theme throw you. We, Lauren and I, are always the ones not drinking enough.
1: Seri- that tells you something.
0: Seriously, and we're not too
1: shabby at it. We really couldn't even keep up. No, I, I I couldn't. I tried. They poured the wine so hard and so fast that I... And we were also, like, hoarding it for our team because we were worried there wouldn't be enough. So we're like... There was enough. Height? No, there was a disgusting amount. We had a giant gallon of wine and just beers stuck under our seats and also just a ton of booze from... People who will not be named. Uh, but yeah, we got to do a, a little emergency evac. You know, from the camp to the camper's cars is a, a .75 mile hike down a rugged and mildly unimproved trail. And it was raining and it we were drunk a little tiny, 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 tiny bit. A tiny bit. And these campers might have had the most camping gear a person could ever need. God bless you. If you want a cot and you're willing to carry it there, you bring your cot. I wore it like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on my back and switched out with Annie on and off to get there. And then we straved the whole route. It was delightful.
0: Yeah, so when you're at an event that hiking somebody's shit out to their car in the middle of the night is still also fun, that's a a good event. Yeah,
1: that's a high-level event.
0: That's a good event. So yeah, she ventures.
1: I'm sure that I have more. Oh, I I just, we also had campers who had really not done a lot of activities at all outside, weren't sure about gear, weren't sure about clothes, got a little bit nervous on some hiking sections that were, I would say, relatively dangerous and kind of freaked out a little bit and still managed to put on some Climbing harnesses and some climbing shoes, and get on a climbing wall. I just
0: not a climbing wall, a rock Sorry, wall. Sorry, excuse me. I I know. I just want to be clear that it's not. Oh no, be clear
1: because it's spooky as hell. Yeah, it's intense. And I I had never been on a natural rock wall before. It's and so hard. It it's very hard, and it scares it's me a you lot. Itchy. It is. Uh, neither Annie nor I have upper body strength, mm-hmm. so when we come to pieces of an adventure race that requires us to pull our bodies or push our bodies with our arms. Full T-Rex. We're kind of fucked. Yeah. And uh, I tried the same route a few times. Unfortunately and fortunately, Dina was there to observe me on my third attempt and pulled the I just don't think you're done move on me. And I there was nothing I could do. My Which arms... one did
0: you get stuck on? The one all the way to the left or the yes. all, one all the way right? The, the one, one all the way to the left is really hard. That's the one it took me forever to just get my feet off the ground. Side note, that's the one that Arbor's done twice. Oh,
1: yeah, it was so wet and mossy and the shoes that they gave us were completely wet because they had all been sitting on the ground. I know. Don't blame the gear, but I tried really hard. And then and then Dina just scampered up it like a little Mm -hmm. squirrel. Yeah. Dina
0: loves some rock climbing. She sure does. She's real good at it, too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I know. (laughs) I just I feel like I could say a million more things. I love she ventures. If this sounds interesting to you, you have to be on the ball and get signed up.
1: Yeah, for sure, because you're going to miss the opportunity because it will sell out in, like, a night.
0: Uh, Other current events uh, and kind of along this... Oh, you had something else you wanted no, to say? No, 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 no. Okay. I wanted to share... Uh, So part of my recent travels was going to the Kingdom Trails in the northern part of Vermont. And just along the theme of, like, uh, female empowerment, uh, I went... With my very soon-to-be 10-year-old daughter, Mm. Arbor Lang. And met up with Abby Perkis, another adventurous mom, and her daughter, Zoe, who is about the same age as Arbor. And all four of us met up to go camping and go mountain biking. And I just can't get enough of saying I went with my daughter to go mountain biking Mm. in Vermont with another mom and her daughter. Like, Mm. that, this was just our casual girls' trip weekend. It makes me so happy and also like the seeing zoe and arbor just climb these crazy hills on their bikes it was awesome that rules the kingdom trails are so great and also that area produces our favorite people laura and chris calm toys oh that's right (laughs) and i just love it i can't wait to go back every year from now until probably arbor graduates high school we just had the best time and It just makes me feel dope as fuck. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, What's been making me feel dope as fuck is, um, I guess, training. Uh, I did my first brick with Laura to train for nationals. Apparently, this is what she does every summer for the last 15 years. And I've, I've never done one. I love psycho shit. And I don't know how I've never managed to put this together. But we went and did a... She's such a crazy loon. We did loops at high banks on the road, which is a special kind of stupid punishing. On the
0: foot part or the bike part? The road. I While you were on foot or biking? Biking. I Because I don't understand biking at high banks. It doesn't make any sense, but... How many miles is a
1: loop? Oh, very small amount of miles. I don't know. Cool. We We did like... God, we did like 10 loops on each of the sections. And then you did suicides in the parking lot? (laughs) Oh my God, kind of. Uh, She did offer me the opportunity to like get out of the park and go onto the road and do like an actual route. And I was like, now that I'm here and we're in the psycho mode, I can't leave the psycho mode. I must just continue to do do loops. So we did that for 20 miles. Well, yeah, 20 miles. And then did uh, an hour run in the trails and then I think another 20 miles. So it was beefy and then I was hungry for 48 hours and there was nothing to fix it. Yeah. Like throwing Uh, a hamburger in a dumpster. That's right. There was nothing I could do. Uh, I've been doing more biking this year than probably I have in a decade. Um, I just got to do part of the Great Allegheny Passage Trail with my friend Cornelius which was awesome. It was um, not as hot as we thought it would be. I totally did forget that it's it's definitely crushed limestone. He kept saying, why does Strava say that this is dirt? And I was like, it's not. It's definitely not. But I did it so long ago that I forgot what the terrain was like. So
0: I, thought, I remember you telling me it was like pea gravel before you win. You remembered. Okay. I, I
1: don't know why I just kept trying to talk him out of the fact that it was um, not dirt. And it wasn't dirt. But anyway, we had a great amount of... Uh, cloud coverage and tree coverage we did, it was his first century which was awesome Uh, we went to, like some, we started someplace outside of, like east of Pittsburgh and then rode past Ohio Pile and back Um, and we just had perfect weather the food was a little slow but the beer was plentiful and that was enough to keep us moving so that was
0: one of the highlights of my year we haven't even mentioned the double century we didn't no. We
1: didn't do an episode of the double century?
0: No. We're just going to edit this sidebar yeah, here. So, uh, <laughs> each 4th of July, we do a crazy long bike ride. Uh, this year. Never in- again. <laughs> this year, uh, we actually put a call on social media for donations to the Ohio Abortion Fund. Y'all showed up and thank spades. you so much. Thank you. That's very important to both of us. And. We started the 4th of July ride tradition in a fun way, as we often do, which was four or five years ago, we rode out 50 miles to Yellow Springs, Ohio, spent the night, and then rode 50 miles back the next day. It was still hard, but it was enjoyable. But it was enjoyable. And then we we decided we would bump it up to 100 out... 100 and 100 back. back, so we did that on a flat bike path to Cincinnati and back last year. And you'll recall that we had a bad time then, too. And then this year, we did 100 miles from Columbus to Medina, stayed the night, and then 100 miles back from Medina on half bike path and half hilly r- I mean, rose. really?
1: I mean, uh, wow. Wow. Seriously hilly, totally exposed country country roads
0: i don't feel like i ever have dialed back anything i either don't do it anymore or increase it we've already agreed that next year we will ride a hundred miles out on one day oh and stay the night and be done do a century in one day and be done
1: oh yeah is that what we agreed on yes we shook hands on it that
0: second day stuff is no
1: rough i mean yeah it is you're right i want it to be fun
0: yeah okay yeah.
1: Yeah, we uh we might have been donning some somewhat political shirts.
0: Yeah, they said my fucking body on them. And we
1: happened to maybe ride through the the most Amish part of Ohio on the 4th of July and went through a very conservative and religious 4th of July parade. Mhm. Might have just just tucked those shirts right into our pants for just a little bit. Yeah, it's a complicated scenario. I just don't want to ruin anybody's parade, even if your parade stands for everything that I would like to
0: set on fire. I don't want to have to beat up anyone smaller than me, which is most people. So <laughs> Well, that is actually why.
1: Yeah, uh, we saw a lot of people touring, um, at least eight there, or ten. There was a lot
0: of cyclists out. Yeah, a yeah. lot of
1: people touring with, like, fully loaded. Um, we were lucky that we didn't have to do that this year. We started with an actual crew. It's usually just the two of us. We started with uh, like a pack of friends, which was amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say the one thing that got me a little bit is so, uh, we had somebody go 50 miles out with us and then they headed back. We did, had somebody do the first hundred miles with us and then they, they stayed at their home in the midpoint. And having people drop off as you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> does make you does feel like a, you're on the Oregon Trail. does have a weird, like, yeah. psychological effect where you're like, oh, no, cholera. <laughs> yes.
1: Snake bite. <laughs> the The wagon broke while we forded the river. Yes. It does make you feel a little bit like, oh, no. Are we supposed to still be out yeah, here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, well, and it's it's incredible. So one of our friends that came along was Amanda Boli, the aforementioned mentioned badass who did an Endless Mountains expedition race and just also she had wrapped the expedition race like a week prior. Amazing. Five days moving. And uh was seemingly she seemed completely fine. unfazed. Yeah. Just she seemed
1: fine. Chilling in a cutoff tie dye shirt, just rolling, having yeah. a good time.
0: Yeah. It was It was pretty spectacular. But yeah, so this year, and I just think this story is funny. So earlier this year, as some people at the Granville Run Club were talking about, doing pelotonia which is actually coming up this weekend and some of our friends are signed up to do the 100 mile and they were talking about doing a century on a bike and lauren was like i can't even remember the last time i did a century and i was like remember last summer when you when we did a double century and now here you are you've done three centuries this summer do you remember any of them
1: uh, uh, barely <laughs> i do like to delete them Control Alt. Deed. I do, I do. The gap path century was the least painful century. Oh, yeah. Well, it's
0: so pretty. That li- whole trail is so pretty. It's
1: amazing how looking at a river is a really good salve mm-hmm. on pain. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really just forget how much your ass hurts if you're looking at something gloriously beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, there's a lot of people on that trail that are having fun.
1: Yeah, it's a good reminder that it, bikes are about fun.
0: Yeah, somebody's in a pool eating a burrito.
1: Oh, I do think about that, too, but... I did have I did have some moments on the Gap Path ride where I was just like, "Wow, I love my life. Mm-hmm. I have a good life, and I'm a happy person on a bicycle, and it's summertime, and trees are pretty, and the sky is blue, and the river's rushing, and everything's great." I don't often get to fully saturate in a Kathy Craft feeling of,
0: "I'm so happy right now, and you just want to say it out loud." <laughs> I don't, and I I like the idea of immersing myself more in the things in a way that I enjoy and I think that's I think that's been part of my problem with getting back into just like grindy training this year is I'm like I'm having a lot of fun doing the things that I'm doing like I really like doing the social bike ride on Mondays I really Mm -hmm. like doing the group ride on Wednesday I really Mm -hmm. like doing a long ride for the fourth of July like like it's hard for me to think like oh, it's Tuesday and I just put some laundry in, I should go home for a run. I just, I, I'm like, it, does that seem wildly fun? No, don't want to.
1: Yeah, the mindset has changed for me too, I really got to say. I I was talking to Stephanie at Run Club last night and she was like, well, are you going to run ultras again or when's the last time you did? And I was like, I have a hard time wow. imagining
0: doing an ultra again.
1: I, I really have, I, I do too. I just can't I, can't, I don't know if I can see myself doing it. I've moved on, just like you, to, like, what, what brings me, f- like, the most
0: fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just don't know that I have this desire to, like, continually flog myself.
0: At least not in that way. Because, you know, it's funny, like, if somebody was like, I'm going to do 100 miles on my birthday. You want to come hang and, like, give me shots every 25 miles? I would be like, yes!
1: Oh, yeah, I support it. It's just not for me right now. Yeah. And I know. I never trust Lauren until she's asleep. I, I, you know, maybe I'll run 100 before I die again, but it seems pretty unlikely. I, I'm trying to get more into the habit of not saying that I'll never do something again because if somebody asks me, I probably
0: will. <laughs> Always say never and then take it back. <laughs>
1: that's, what, <laughs> that's what that's they what say. my
0: shirt says in cursive. <laughs> I, am I am a storm. storm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot about like what's fun and thinking about what serves me and adventure racing is fucking serving me. Mm, like delicious. Bike riding has been serving me. Running is not. I think it's also partially for me, the heat. I'm just like a different person running in the summer. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's an ouchie. Uh you have a race coming up. Yes. Talk about it. This upcoming weekend I have the Green Corn Moon Rogaine. Which I am so fucking stoked about. I've been trying to go to the Rogaine held at Great Seal State Park for probably five years, at least. It is my absolute favorite uh, park because that's where I became an ultra runner. That's where I ran my first 100 miler. That's where I've done the most training miles out of anywhere. And. It's a night row game. So, row are an orienteering format or a, a race done using just map and compass. And row are traditionally held under a full moon or close to it, uh, especially when it's a night row game, which this one is. So, from 6 p.m. to midnight this Saturday, August 6th, uh, will be the Green Corn Moon Rogaine uh, at Great Seal State Park. I cannot wait. You have a lot of friends coming, and there's a lot of
1: Pretty, shenanigans <laughs> yeah okay i was gonna say pretty famous old, uh that too adventure racers will be there i mark latanzi is signed up who wrote the book <laughs> who wrote the book on adventure racing uh karen clark sarah Dalman, brenda carlson barbara Nice. i mean you guys amanda and laura hope, i don't know about me but okay <laughs> i mean for real though <laughs> i'm the only one not going i know it it's okay i'm gonna be in Acadia national park for the first time in my life uh really sucks for you soaking it in <laughs> and enjoying a trip with my husband which is a rarity rarity i'm pretty stoked
0: yeah uh so i can't wait to tell you about green corn moon because it's just it's a combination of a lot of fun factors for me hell yeah and i'm going to be on a team with a man for the first time weird Ew. i've never raced with i've never raced an adventure race or an orienteering race with a man hmm you're going to have to I'll report back. Be the boss. I mean, I'm the navigator, so I, I kind of am. You are the boss, yeah. 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 Um it's weird to think about this summer and what else has been happening. Oh, now we should talk about Nationals more because I would like to talk about this more. Yeah. Okay. So Ventura's Nationals is in the Sierra Mountains of California this year in mid September. So we are six weeks out. Give me six weeks. It might be five weeks up. Five. Six weeks. Okay, yes, six. Six weeks. You have six weeks. You don't. It makes me nervous. There's a lot of, like, uh, I'm not going to say expectations. We talked as a team for going out for this race that if we were going to spend the money to go out for this race that we really wanted to go balls out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be completely vulnerable about my insecurity. So as a navigator, it is always kind of feels like i'm rolling the dice or opening one of those uh brown bags you used to be able to get at the dollar store like for a dollar Mm -hmm. and you would open it to see what's inside and Mm -hmm. i feel like every time i navigate a race i'm like oh what's in this bag and i'm like oh it's no navigational skills (laughs) 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 like it i know that it is in my control and these are skills that i have that don't just evaporate sometimes but like nationals last year was rough because it was so much race strategy and the fact that we kind of shit the bed on race strategy it's it just feels it feels difficult so i feel like i could show up in perfect health have my nav skills as tuned up as i could and i could still go out and
1: yeah there's a lot of elements
0: yeah and i share this too because i i know like there's a lot of birth uh, barfers that are getting into navigation will be at the row game this weekend. Can't fucking wait to see you and people who are getting into navigation in order to be able to do more orienteering or adventure racing. And so I always feel like I want to overshare on my journey as a navigator because, you know, I'll, I find myself saying things like, I really am not that good with directions. And, you know, my mom will say something like, haven't you led teams of women through the woods for more than 24 hours at a time? And I'm like,
1: yes yeah let's not forget that
0: yeah and i've had conversations with other women adventure races about if women are actually less capable on directions or if this is just a narrative that we've been fed and Mm -hmm. have chosen to keep the mantle for ourselves Mm -hmm. to say that we're bad at at directions so i don't know i just i want to put it out there because it's making me nervous and it makes me feel a little sketched out because it's hard it's a lot of it's a lot of responsibility and it just feels like it's such a game of chance. It's not. It's not a game of chance. We're better than we've ever been. We're better than we ever been.
1: I'll share my vulnerability.
0: Okay. Give it up.
1: The race goes um immediately up to eleven thousand feet in the first section, the first mm-hmm. leg. Uh
0: I famously suck at elevation. <laughs> I don't take that as the only truth. How many times have you been at Elevation? A shitload. Uh, ten. Okay. And have you always felt like shit? Or just Trans Rockies?
1: No, I have also passed out on the Trans American bike ride. Okay. Yeah. At, like, Bryce Canyon. I got to the top and was like, whoop, up, 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 up. I'm going off the edge. Um, But I did have a good experience when I went with Landon. And Leloyd and Andrew and did Hope Pass. But I was in like, I was in COVID shape, which is like, I was a blade that could cut through a can at the time. Just like the infomercial. <laughs> yeah, I am not that, I'm a butter knife right now. <laughs> so I'm a little I bit. I am
0: plastic cutlery. Oh, cool. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm worried about what will happen at Elevation breathing wise.
0: So that has to feel that also seems like a thing that's like kind of in your control, but also not in your control. No,
1: I don't have two hundred dollars a month to rent a hypoxic tent.
0: No, I just mean like training, like it feels like a thing that you can, can contribute to or improve, but I'm I'm just saying it's in the same vein as the nav skills. Like you don't really know what's gonna happen until you go. And I'm doing we do hill it.
1: repeats once to twice a week. That's the best I can do. Yeah. I don't I can't train in elevation, I can't afford to. Yeah. So I did the best I could with what I had, yeah. and I'm still worried I'm going to pass out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... I don't know. Mm. But,
1: however, I also don't have the medical issues that I had True. years ago. That you don't was... have an M&M in your lung. I do. I do have an M&M in my lung.
0: It's no longer a peanut m M&M. m
1: No, now it's just a regular M&M. Yeah. It's one centimeter by one centimeter as opposed to two by two. So you're exactly right. It's not a peanut M&M. It's an M&M.
0: -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) People who who haven't listened to every single episode are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Talking about a tumor. Tumor. (laughs) I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. Uh, uh, I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. Um, It's family guy. (laughs) I hate it. I know you do. I hate it. I just... I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I think I just need to do, I need to do a little bit more purposeful work on my mental game for Adventure Race Nationals. It will certainly help doing the Rogaine this weekend, being reminded that I can navigate and also doing a paddle-orienteering uh, meet at the end of August in Indiana. So, dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I need to get out. What I need to do is go out and grind all my, grind all of my tits off, all eighteen of them, and Ew. at least ninety percent of my skin.
1: Ew.
0: I need to be nothing but a pile of orange hair <laughs> by the time I go up to nationals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm sure there, I'm sure there's other stuff, but my brain feels too fucking clogged to get anything else out. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 16 people trying to go through a revolving door at once. I know exactly what you mean. I I
1: also do. But I think all of the people in my door are just standing in it and no one's pushing on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think all of mine are pushing, but maybe half are pushing one way and half are pushing the other so they don't go anywhere. Mine are so just it's like standing. organized, but organized to not go anywhere. Oh, <laughs> Mine are just looking at Reddit on their phones. <laughs> Good. Good. Well... Um, I can't wait to stop recording and have sixteen other things uh that I feel like sharing that I forgot. Perfect. So when glad all, that we covered this outline. When all of those people come out the revolving door. Yeah. Um, thanks again to all of our Patreons. Yes,
1: thank you all very much for your ongoing support. We love you so much, and you are what's keeping this podcast running.
0: hmm Until next time. We are buff. Buff, buff. <laughs>